Hello and welcome to the Thoughtful Language Learner podcast. My name is Makoto, and I'm the author of the book The Thoughtful Language Learner. Are you a struggling language learner? Do you feel like you lack the confidence and skills to learn a foreign language? I believe that cultivating self-awareness and understanding who you are as a learner is the key to success. And through this podcast, I'm bringing you the contents of my book. Each episode will cover a new chapter, sort of like an audiobook. And what's cool is I'm bringing you each chapter through some text-to-speech technology. I hope you like it. Chapter 1, Tired of Feeling Frustrated and Discouraged August 2006 It was another hot summer afternoon in Los Angeles, California. As usual, I was in my beat-up Corolla sitting in bumper-to-bumper traffic on the 405 freeway trying to get home from work. I was rubbing the back of my neck while staring at the bumper of the BMW in front of me. All of my listening attention was focused on the CD playing in my car. I desperately wanted to pull over and stop on the side of the road. Not because I had an emergency, but because I wanted to write something down. Do you remember how to say, I want to eat something? The CD played. I closed my eyes for a split second and blurted out, No song sick fen. After a short pause, the audio continued, No song sick yak dee I pounded my fist on the steering wheel. I said the wrong thing again. Two months earlier, I had come to a huge milestone in my life. I had proposed to my girlfriend. We had met in college and had journeyed from friendship to now engagement. Although I was Japanese-American, my wife Tubi was Chinese-American. Specifically Cantonese-American. Her parents spoke English, but I had set a goal for myself to be able to converse in Cantonese by the time our big day arrived. I was hoping to impress her family and be seen as a worthy suitor for such a wonderful daughter. This wasn't my first time learning a second language. Although I was born and raised in the US and I consider English to be my mother tongue, I grew up with mostly Japanese being spoken in the home. My parents also sent me to a Japanese school every Saturday to help me maintain my heritage language. I reluctantly attended until my parents finally let me quit in the seventh grade. In college, I had also taken some Mandarin Chinese classes. Yet this was the first time I had taken up language learning without any class or teacher. A week earlier I had picked up this audio CD course from the bookstore. On the cover, the program promised to deliver one of the most accurate and effective methods to learn a language. A 30-minute lesson for each day. I simply had to listen and repeat different sets of sentences and dialogues. Each lesson would build on the words and phrases of the previous lessons. How would you say, no thank you, but I want to drink something? The CD continued. I opened my mouth, mgoi, doje. No song yam yat diye. A few seconds later the recording played, msong, doje. Dan hai, no song yam yat diye. I clenched my hand into a fist. I'm never gonna be able to memorize all these sentences, I muttered to myself. Why is there no transcript for this course? I was on lesson 10 and about ready to pull out my hair. This Cantonese program had come with a box of only audio CDs. 
No accompanying book, list of vocabulary words, or dialogue transcript. Just eight audio CDs. As I kept driving, all I could think about was the fact that my brain was like a sponge, a leaky sponge. As much as I tried to soak up these Cantonese words and sentences, I kept feeling like I was losing them faster than I could absorb them. What I had learned in the previous lessons was not going in my long-term memory. Was there something wrong with me? Why was it so difficult? It was so humbling because I kept feeling like I wasn't making any progress. But, I kept thinking that I would have a fleeting chance if I could just see the transcript or write down the words that were giving me particular trouble. Maybe learning a language during my commute was a bad idea. Looking back at this experience I wish I knew back then what I know now. I am a visual learner, and it was a terrible idea for me to study a language primarily through auditory input. Trying to do it while driving was also terrible for my focus and flow. Now as a language teacher and language coach, I realize that we all come to the learning process with our own styles, attitudes and rhythms. Being aware of these differences makes all the difference and helps us optimize our learning to suit our individual needs. The language learning market. Like me, maybe in the past, you've tried studying a foreign language. Perhaps you made some initial progress but you quickly hit some setbacks and discouragements. As the learning got more and more difficult, you started to have doubts. Maybe you picked the wrong textbook or learning resource. Maybe your approach to language learning was faulty. Or maybe you felt like you just don't have the knack for language learning. Ultimately, you just wished you could have a promise or a guarantee that success would be possible. In fact, many publishers and companies draw on these fears and desires to market their products. They claim that their language learning methods are the most natural or the most ideal. They give dozens of testimonials of learners who have used their products and succeeded. They pressure us to believe that if we don't buy their products, we won't be able to succeed. We end up buying more programs or resources that we don't necessarily need. And it's no wonder that they try hard to market their products. The language learning market is a big market. As of 2015, the worldwide language learning market, all languages combined, reached $54.1 billion. There are hundreds of companies that are vying for a piece of this buy. There are so many language learning programs and resources on the market. How can we know which one is right for us? Even if other learners have had success, how can we be sure that it will work for us? Is there really an ideal textbook or course that we should be using? What if the language learning program we choose or the learning method we use isn't the most important factor for success? What if there was something much more important? And what if there was something we could do right now, that was essentially free, that could immediately increase our chances of language learning success? This book is about how to become a more thoughtful and self-aware language learner. My big idea for this book is that cultivating self-awareness can be the single most important thing you can do for your language learning. Even if you have every language resource or program at your disposal, you will not succeed in language learning without first cultivating self-awareness. Some language programs might be a great fit for you. Some might prove to be a total waste of time. But without self-awareness, you won't be sure what course or what learning approach is right for you. If you follow the principles in this book, 
you will dramatically increase your chances for success. What sets apart successful people? I love to read in my free time. I often read non-fiction books on personal development, business and peak performance. People like Warren Buffett and Mark Zuckerberg fascinate me. Not necessarily because of their financial success, but because of their consistent ability to perform at high levels. There are many investors on Wall Street, but successful investors like Buffett are few and far between. There are also many tech founders who have tried to start internet companies or social network platforms. Many fail and only a few succeed. What sets the Zuckerbergs of this industry apart? Is it simply explained by having a combination of exceptional talent, high IQ and luck? Buffett has been quoted as saying success in investing doesn't correlate with IQ once you're above the level of 125. Once you have ordinary intelligence, what you need is the temperament to control the urges that get other people into trouble in investing. Charlie Munger, Warren Buffett's investing partner is also known for being both extremely smart, but also very self-aware. He was once interviewed for the Wall Street Journal and said people chronically misappraise the limits of their own knowledge, that's one of the most basic parts of human nature. Knowing the edge of your circle of competence is one of the most difficult things for a human being to do. Knowing what you don't know is much more useful in life and business than being brilliant. Yes, IQ and skill definitely help us differentiate ourselves. But how do the best rise to the top? There is something more than just intelligence that sets successful people apart. The quote from Munger gives us a clue. It seems that much of what he deals with is not just a cognitive task but also an emotional task. In investing, sometimes it doesn't matter how much brain power we throw at a problem. Investors are bound to fail if they are ill-equipped for the emotional challenge of the task. What if language learning is the same? What if having a high IQ and talent isn't enough? We also need to have the emotional intelligence and self-awareness to rise to the challenge. Who should read this book? This book is primarily for adult learners who are currently studying a language, or about to start learning a new language. It is both for those who have experienced some failures as well as those who have experienced some successes. If you have failed in the past, let this book equip you to succeed in the future. If you have had some success already, let this book equip you to become even more effective in your learning. Specifically, let this book give you the assurance you are longing for. You are motivated and willing to put in the hard work of language learning, but you want a guarantee. The guarantee that if you really put in the time and energy into studying a language, you can actually achieve your goals. Cultivating self-awareness can give you that assurance. In this book, I will be your coach and guide. I will share various stories and reflections from my own language learning journey. We will look at the research on what makes for a thoughtful language learner. I will walk you through how to think about your personal learning styles, learning attitudes, and learning rhythms. Cultivating greater self-awareness will lead to better learning and greater success. Language learning doesn't have to be miserable and frustrating. I hope that you will find the learning process both fun and extremely rewarding. I hope you enjoyed this chapter of my book. If you found it helpful, send me a message, let me know. Also, I have a free PDF that introduces some of the assessment tools mentioned 
in my book. If you're interested, just go to rebrand.ly forward slash free PDF. Thanks for listening.